Good morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ, and good morning to those in the world that are not of Christ. This episode I'm going to call Evil People. Why? Because people everywhere are evil. And I've noticed a massive decline in society in the last 10 years, where people are just so dishonest and two-faced. They literally go out of their way to do harm against you, to lie about you, to exaggerate against you. I've got one on my street, a neighbour, he's just beyond the joke. The stuff that he does, the stuff that he thinks about doing is evil. And the worst part about it is, he's not even man enough about it. He just hides behind everything. You know, and then he accuses you falsely and then he does things to try and upset you. You know, and then he calls himself a man. He's not a man. You know, men don't behave like this. The men that I serve with in the military, the men that I know, they don't behave like that. You know, men like my grandfather who's a World War II veteran hero and his brother that served on D-Day and got the military cross. Men like that don't behave like this. Wally, my uh, grandfather's brother, probably the most quietest man I've ever met, who was the one on D-Day, right? If he had something to say to you, he'd be straight in your face. He wouldn't slag you off behind your back. He wouldn't talk behind your back. He wouldn't lie behind your back. He'd be straight in your face. But today, if you do any of them things, you're aggressive, but it's okay to slag him off behind their back. It's disgusting. And you are not a man if you do such things. You are not a lady if you do such things. There are people on my street that all they do is gossip. All they do is slander. All they do is tell lies. Lie after lie after lie. You are literally children of Satan. You're not walking with God. You're not walking with righteousness. You're not a nice person. You're evil. You're wicked. And the lies that have come against me, not just being a man of God, but me being an individual. When I moved, first moved on this street, because I live in social housing, I'm an arsehole. And it's disgusting. And that's what's been said to a neighbour. I've got a neighbour on the street that's an ally. And I get told lots of stuff. And I can't believe the stuff I've been told. And these people call themselves human beings. It's disgraceful. I've been to third world countries, pal, where people don't behave like this. I've got more time for the Taliban than I do for anyone on this street. It's disgraceful, man. And I just think, is this how low humans have got? Yes, go read 2 Timothy 3 in the New Testament. Read that, read that chapter. And I'll tell you this now, everything in there is what's happening today in 23. We're not getting better. You meet the Buddhists and say, oh, we're getting better. All the evolutionists, are actually, the evolutionists say, well, yeah, we're getting better. We're getting better. We're learning and we're learning. Are we? Uh, I don't think so. We're becoming more sick, more mentally sick, more evil, more wicked, and we're building more bombs, and we haven't learned from the Second World War. We're about on the verge of World War Three because of idiots in Europe that want to pick a fight with one of the most dangerous men in the world. Because of their bullying tactics. And now all the truth is starting to come out. The NATO's panicking and they're losing. Yeah, they're going to lose. And I told everyone this a year ago when the Lord showed me a vision of what's going to happen to Europe. That Russia and China and other countries in the East are going to invade Europe and crush them. America's days are finished. End of. I don't have to tell you that. The whole world is telling that now. What I'm trying to get at, you know, the stuff on the street is absolutely disgusting. You call yourself adults, you're not. You're children of Satan, you're kids. Behaving like kids with a, ch a child's mentality. But they're children of Satan because they walk with him. And this is what I'm telling you now. This is straight up. You people that listen to this, if you think for one second in your delusional mind that you're going to get to heaven because God is all about love and all of your wickedness and the evil that you've done to me and other things in your life and other people, if you think for one second that that's all just going to be forgotten about and you're going to go to heaven. Think again. Who told you that? The Catholic? The Church of England? Well, they're all a bunch of liars. The purgatory? Oh, you go to purgatory if you're naughty. No, you go to hell. 
There's no such thing as purgatory. When you die, it's heaven or hell. End of. Right? You go to heaven only through the blood of Jesus. You don't go to heaven through your works, through Buddha, through Islam, through even Judaism. And Judaism comes from Christianity because it's the Old Testament. Right? The Jews right now that believe in the Old Testament and are still keeping the law, they're in serious trouble. Serious trouble. If they repent and come to Jesus because Jesus is a Jew, he's a Jewish Messiah, they get saved, they go to heaven. I'm not mucking around. Every pagan god in this world is false. The only one that's true living is Jesus. He is the embodiment of God. He came down from the heavens and walked as man and died on the cross. That was the biggest act of love in history. The biggest act of love was dying for us who believe in him. All we have to do is acknowledge we're wrong. I was wrong. I'm wrong on a daily basis. But the good thing is, as a son of God, when I'm wrong, I come to him and repent of it. Right? And he goes, all right, Steve, I forgive you. Move on. Right? But for you out there that are not in Jesus and outside, and all you do is commit sin every day, you commit crimes, you lie, you steal, you blaspheme, you exaggerate, all these things you do are building up against you. Now, someone said something yesterday that was interesting that kind of popped on, that was interesting. He said, the more you lie, that's it, Colton, what's it, Tucker Colson, I think his name is, he's a TV presenter in Australia. And he's so funny because he just tells the truth. But he said something yesterday in a report that, you know, the more lies you tell, the worse you get. The more evil you do, the worse you get as a person. It's like it degrades you and breaks you down. He couldn't have said it any better. And I thought, exactly. The more crime you do, the more evil you are, the worse you become mentally. You become sick. And then, you know, sometimes I look at people that do evil things and go out their way, and you wonder why they're like that. You wonder why maybe that they actually did something really evil, and that's why they got cancer. Or they've done something really bad and that's why they've got disease and they're mentally sick because they're just being controlled by Satan and God has allowed it. But that's not the case. The case is a baby is born into this world. It becomes sinful. So that's why God sent his son. So that when you get to a certain age, you have the ability to choose between right and wrong. So that's why God loves you. That's the biggest act of love. Not only his son dying, but giving you a free will. So you can choose between right and wrong. So you choose which path you go down. He says, okay, you do what you got to do. I'm asking you to follow me because of the dangers of your sin. But if you want to keep going down that road, you're going to answer like everyone else is going to answer. And on that day, you're not going to point fingers. You're not going to blame anyone else. Oh, I had a poor child. Or I was born into it and it's not my fault. It's your fault. No, he'll say you turned 15 and you murdered somebody and you never told the police about it. You turned 20 and you stole money from that job you were in. Did you tell anyone about it? Did you own up about it? No, you're dishonest. You're a liar. You see how deep it goes? I say to people sometimes, when I say, do you tell lies? They say, no. I say, no, well, that's a lie. Because you have. Everyone has. Now, I say to people this. Do you tell lies? Yeah, yeah, I tell lies. I tell lies, right. Do you like being lied to? No, 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 no. Do not Jesus says to you now. You're a hypocrite. So you can dish it out, but you can't take it. And that normally pisses everyone off. That really gets them convicted, right? But the coward will say, yeah, okay, you're right, I'm wrong, I have done wrong things. That's the person God wants, the one who takes responsibility. The thief on the cross next to Jesus. Jesus on the cross being crucified next to another man. And this man turned around and said, he does not deserve to be here, I deserve to be here. And Jesus looked at him and said, today you will join me in paradise. Why? Because he took responsibility of his wickedness and God forgave him. But for you finger pointers out there, you who blame everyone else for your mistakes, well, you won't be going to heaven because God doesn't want people like you in heaven. Make no mistake.
When you read the Old and New Testament, there's something a lot in common with it. And God has got standards and he's never swore them. Hebrews 12 verse 8 or Hebrews 12 verse 9. That God is the same yesterday, today and tomorrow. He hasn't changed. His standards don't change from the Old Testament to the New. There's no change in it. John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. For you Christians out there that say that's rubbish, well then you're saying Jesus is rubbish because Jesus is the Word. He's there in the beginning and the end. Right? His standards don't change. The difference between the Old and the New. The Old Covenant was a sacrificial system. The New Covenant is in the blood of Jesus. He was sacrificed and so we don't have to sacrifice. All we do is come to Jesus in the Spirit. We repent of our sin and we will be forgiven. If it's genuine, and then you have to follow it, which gets even harder. It's not easy. You know, I was part of the, an elite training unit in the military. I won't go into detail what. But, you know, one of the adverts once upon a time was 99.9% need not apply. So that 0.1% is going to get through training. Literally on my troop, 60 lads would join up. You'd be lucky if two or three make it from the original troop after 34 weeks. That's the sort of numbers God is looking at. Because most people won't make it to the end. Matthew 24, 13 says, those who endure to the end will be saved. In other words, if you don't endure all the persecution and walking with the Lord, you're not saved at the end. You're finished. So that shuts down a Calvinist straight away. Who's a Calvinist? Calvinist is a, 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 um, like a cult within Christianity, like the Catholics, sadly or not. And what they believe is absolute rubbish. I could tear them to pieces on scripture. But they don't listen because they're in a cult. That's it. Just like the Catholics are a cult. There are people within that, like people within the Catholics and the Calvinists that are following the Lord, but they're just caught up in the system. The Lord will bring them out. So going back to my street, and you think, you know, guys, if someone was to go around with a billboard and ask everyone, what is it you got against this guy? What is it he's actually done wrong? Well, we don't like him. And they said that to my landlord. My landlord just laughed, thinking, what a bunch of people. I've had to sadly get the police involved and... One particular neighbour, and he knows who he is, um, he's done something really great for me because because he didn't get what he wanted with all of his lies to the police, he went and made complaints about them. And he's the laughing stock at this police station, right? Now they know what he's like. And one copper said to me a few weeks ago, because there was something else I was helping a friend with, um, she went, oh, yes, uh, Stephen, I, uh, I recognise your voice. You've got a very distinctive voice. You live on that street, don't you? All that horrible neighbours. I was like, yeah, you can say that again. Horrible because I live in social housing. Horrible because, what, you don't like the way I look? Or what? This is what, that's how pathetic it is. I'm a former soldier who served my country. Don't I deserve a bit of peace and quiet? You know, there's so many Walter Mitties out there that think they have served and you haven't. But I'm not going down blowing my trumpet. What I'm saying to you is, I just want peace. And that's what you want. But a few of them thought they'd try and bully me. Big mistake. You won't do that with me. So, at the end of the day, right, why I'm doing this podcast is because evil people are everywhere. And in 2 Timothy 3, it says what people are going to become like. But they've become worse. And like these neighbours on my street, or neighbour, right, they go out of their way slagging me off. They go out of their way to lie. They go out of their way to slander. And what is it you're achieving? Do you know what you're doing to yourself? You're degrading yourself. You're making yourself look like scum. Right, You are making yourself nothing because there's no truth in what you say. Now, given back in December last year, this particular neighbour, I lost my call with him and I did get lifted that night by the old bill, um, arrested. Um, and I went to the police station and I told him the truth and I walked out of the station because I told the truth. But you see, 
his tactics was quite clearly to try and reel me in, to try and get me into trouble. Now, in the book of Proverbs, it talks about those who lie in wait to cause harm to others. God's wrath abides upon you. Make no mistake. You are lying in wait to cause problems for someone. So it says in Proverbs, between Proverbs 1 and Proverbs 5, it talks about those who lie in wait devising evil, wicked plans. That you're creating things to cause someone harm, but that's not justified. Because if someone was to say to this person, what is it you've got against him? I just don't like him. That's not good enough. It's a disgrace. You know, and this is why, this is why the Lord is going to deal with you. And I hope you listen to this. It's no matter what you do to me, it makes no difference. Because I'll guarantee you this, every single person who's come against me in my ministry, he above has dealt with. I could go into many stories right now. And he will crush you. Right? And the sad thing is, you'll die one day if you don't repent. And you will go to hell. Because you've come against one of his sons. And that applies to anybody. But I don't go around upsetting people. I'm straight with people. I tell the truth. I'm honest. Never, no one will ever catch me lying. No one will ever catch me dishonest. Because I'm a righteous man of God. They're liars. They're dishonest. And that's why they're angry with me. Because not because of me. Because who lives in me. Jesus. Everyone hated Jesus. Because he was a righteous truth. He was a man who walked around being righteous. He told the truth and they didn't like it. It's just evil, pure evil. I'm doing this because I see so many people being evil today. I, I experienced something yesterday that was just pure evil, right? And you think, why are you doing this? Why? Do you enjoy hurting people? You know, I was in a petrol station a few weeks ago, or was it a month ago? And the girl that runs this petrol station, nice girl to talk to, she said, I had some guy get out of the car and threaten to stab me the other week. I went, what? And she said, yeah, just because he couldn't get his way at the pump. And I'm thinking, say again. And she said, you wouldn't believe the stuff that goes on down here, the way people are towards each other. I said to her, you know, that's the fall of society. People weren't like this 20 years ago. People weren't like this 30, 40 years ago. There was so much love in people. I know someone the other day that told me that society is just about money. There's no love in society. You're right, there's nothing. It's all about money. Money, money, money. Greed, greed, greed. Self-gain, self-gain. That's all it's about. I've been to third world countries where people have nothing, nothing, and they are so loving. They love their families. The priority is the family. The priority is the family's welfare, not the money, not the clothes, not the cars, not the houses. It's disgusting. This is what the New Testament talks about. And I'm telling you now, straight up, 100%, God is going to deal with it. All your wicked deeds, all the evil plans that you scheme up. You know, do I forgive this neighbour in my heart? I do. I do forgive him. And I said to someone the other day, you know, if he ever repented and I saw him in heaven one day, I'll be over the moon. And I mean that. There's nothing he can do to me. He can try and wind me up, right? He doesn't upset me. It doesn't bother me because the sad thing for me is I look at this person and think, well, you're the guy that's lying to everyone about me. You're the guy that tells lies. You exaggerate everything. You told, like, in the summertime last year, apparently he was in my face telling me straight to my face, well, when did that happen, pal? Because there's another neighbour said, well, I didn't see that. You know, well, where's your proof? Because obviously that was a very turning event for you. That was really made you proud that you stood up to a six foot six guy. And you'd have it saved on your CCTV, wouldn't you? But he didn't. No, because it didn't happen. He actually stood 12 feet away from me. And his face went red because he's worried about what I'm going to do. And he's very good at it. And that's a very good observation, pal. You see the lies, you're just embarrassing yourself. People are laughing at you behind your back. 
I feel sorry for you because you're not a man. That's the end of it. I've served with men. I've been around men, right? Real men, hard men, not gangsters, soldiers. You're talking special forces here, pal. People that just end your life in a heartbeat, right? You know, it just makes me laugh how people conduct themselves today. Because of Xboxes and movies, you seem to think the bloody Rambo. It's a joke. You're a disgrace. Now, amongst all that, God will forgive you. And I forgive him and all them and everyone else in my heart. Because behind all that bravado that you're trying to make out and all the evil, I mean, firstly, when I was in the world before I was a Christian, before I was saved, I didn't go out of my way to harm people. I didn't go out of my way to cause evil plans. It's just, you just don't do it. You know? But they're doing it and people are getting worse. Why are you trying to achieve this? What do you think it's going to achieve? All right, let's say I move off the street and move somewhere else. Are you happy with yourself, are you? Are you happy that you think this is your street? It's not your street. The social housing landlord told me, whoever moves in, we decide. They don't dictate anything. They're thinking they're going to build up um, persuasion to the landlord. No. The big boys already told me, if you move out, Steve, we'll put in there whoever we want. You don't go around categorizing people and judging people because they live in social housing. Who are you to judge another person? That's what God says to you. Who are you to judge? Because if God actually got the book out on you, you are riddled with crime. You are torn to pieces, hypocrite. You know, it's disgraceful. And I just want to do this because, guys, it's a warning to all of you out there in the world. People who go out of their way to create evil, who commit evil, who lie and slander and do evil things, as it says in the book of Proverbs, those who go out of their way to devise evil, wicked plans, who lay and wait to shed innocent blood, God's wrath abides upon you. You are going to be dealt with. No liar, blasphemer, cursor, fornicator, adulterer, um, murderer, thief, drunkard. You are not getting away with anything. You are going to answer. And sorry, Buddha's not going to rescue you. Hindu's not going to rescue you. Allah's not going to rescue you. Right? And Jesus isn't just going to let you walk in because it's all about love. You don't know anything about love. You don't know what love is. And the biggest act of love was God gave us a free will to choose between right or wrong. So straight away, you're going to answer for your wrong deeds if you don't repent to Jesus. And the second act of love, he sent his son to die on the cross. Do you realize that? First time in eternity, he sends his son to come into flesh and suffer on the cross. Do you know what crucifixion meant? It was the worst punishment in history. It was complete humiliation and suffering. That's what that was about. And he, went, when I think about it, I start to cry. Because he did that for me. And he did that for all of you that repent. And repentance means that you acknowledge that you're wrong. That you've done these wrong things. And you turn to God and say, God, in the name of Jesus, Jesus, please forgive me of what I've done. Yes, I am a liar. I am this, I am that. You don't come to me. You don't come to a priest. You don't come to a pastor. That's a lie as well. You come straight to God, direct, and repent of your sin. And he will forgive you if you mean it. He says in the scriptures in the book of John, I will turn no one away who comes to me. Come to me, you weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. That's what he says. All of you out there that do these things, you are weary, you are burdened, you are suffering. You have got issues in your life. I'm not perfect, you're not perfect. But God knows this and he's willing to forgive you if you've got the courage to repent. If you don't, you're going to answer. You're not going to escape anything. Every paedophile, I've done another podcast on this about paedophiles, will burn in hell and they're going to. If they repent, God would forgive them. In my mindset, I can't get my head around anyone would even do that. But it's a serious thing. But 
All of you sinners, liars, blasphemers, curses, the list goes on. Pedophiles, rapists, murderers, you're all in the same dock. You're all going to the same place. The trash heap. That's what happens. When people say perishing, when a tyre perishes on a car, you can't use it anymore because it's perished, but it's still a tyre, isn't it? Well, that's you. Thrown on the dump heap at the bottom, you're useless. You're no good to anyone. God doesn't want that for you. He wants you to repent. That's why you've got an expiry on your body. That's why we all die in our 70s, 80s and 90s, or younger now, because of um, stress. But everyone dies. Doctors can't figure out why the human body died. It can heal itself up to the point it dies. So why are you dying? Because there's a curse on you. God doesn't want you living. You have an expiry day, and that clock is ticking. And the Bible says tomorrow is not guaranteed. And when you're dead, mate, it's game over. You either repent now in your flesh and follow Jesus, or you will pay the ultimate consequences. Because you can't, you can't earn your way to heaven. The Buddhists make me laugh. They believe that it's all about peace and love. They're complete hypocrites. I know one, right? And she knows full well that people slag me off behind my back and lie, and she says they're good people. What a hypocrite. And she does the slagging off behind my back as well. And you say you're a good person. Your definition of good power is disgusting. Good, good means you don't lie, you don't exaggerate, you don't go around hurting people, you're lying about people, you don't devise evil, wicked plans. That's a good person in the eyes of God. Someone who follows him, not following Satan. Because those who tell lies and live like that, you are children of Satan and you are going where he goes. And if you think for one second he's your mate and you're on his team, do you know what? He hates your guts. Why? Because you were made in the image of the living God. He wasn't. He hates you, but he's just using you. And he will deal with you. Trust me. He goes to hell to be tormented. And that's where you're going to go. He's not your friend. If he gets the opportunity down there, he'll tear you to pieces. I mean, there was a guy that said he went to hell. I don't really believe it because because of his ministry. But he said he went to hell and he witnessed this guy's skin getting ripped off. He was skinned alive. And then his skin grew back. You never die, mate. Just imagine his skin being pulled off alive. Oh, man. They do that in some countries. As punishment. I think the cartel do it in Mexico. It's honking. Terrible. But this is what waits for all you criminals. And it's going to happen to you. So please don't go out of your way doing evil things. Please don't lie about people. If you've actually got some evidence, then use it. But if you've got no evidence, keep your mouth shut. Because speculation can do damage. You know, people just lie about people, live right and center. What, what, what right do you have to do that? What, you think it's funny? Then again, I'm surrounded by people that are, in, are children of Satan, so they're basically just copying each other, aren't they? They haven't got the initiative to think for themselves. They're too stupid. And that's the truth. People in society are too stupid. They're too thick. They can't think for themselves. There was a famous colonel during the Second World War. Um, sorry, was he a colonel or a captain? No, I think he was a captain. He was captain of a ship, and he was told to do something in the North Sea, and he dis 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 deliberately disobeyed the order because it would have got his men killed. When he got back, he got ridiculed for it. But he said to his daughter in a letter, the problem is today, people can't think for themselves and all they do is follow, follow, follow. Very few will actually think for themselves. They all say they think for themselves. No, they don't. They all follow the pack. They all watch the box and believe and be gullible. The Bible says people are gullible. Proverbs 15. Read it. And the stupid Proverbs 12. Right? I'm not saying it. The Bible's saying it. 
right? There's a lot of things there. Before you start judging Jesus in the bottom of Christianity, actually read the Bible before you make judgments about it. Because that's another thing I find about people being complete hypocrites. They'll make judgments about Jesus and Christianity. That Christianity is religious. religious. No, it's not. Christianity is not religious. Man has made religion around the Bible. The Bible is God's word spoken through him, right? Read it before you make judgments. Because an intelligent person would say, well, read it before you pass judgment. But a dumb person would pass judgment before reading it. That's the end of it, really. So, evil people everywhere. God has mercy for them, and so do I. And he's willing to forgive us. I forgive in my heart, right? No matter what you do to me, I'll forgive you. Because I know deep inside, I mean, this particular individual I've been told about on my street, he's got small man syndrome. Right, he's. Um, I've been told in the spirit his whole life, basically, that he got brought up, he got bullied at school, um, no one really liked him. You know, he went into the armed forces, he got a little bit of power in his role, you know, and he seems to think he's still got that power. It's all an illusion, power. Men who have power, who are confident men, they don't display it verbally or physically. It's just there. I get told by women all the time, I'm a big, confident, strong guy. I'm not going around doing it. It's just there. I don't need to prove it, mate, by shouting my mouth off and trying to do things to upset people. Because well, you're not. You know, the bottom line is this. He just runs off every single time you confront him. He's a coward. And I've done a podcast on cowards as well. Listen to that. There's people like this everywhere. They'll mouth off and then they'll run, they run off as soon as you confront them and tell the police. That's the sort of people you've got in the UK today. The UK is a complete and utter disgrace. It's a complete disgrace. Prince Philip, before he died, said how disgusted he was with this nation and what it's become. It's a disgrace. And I could tell you why it's become the way it has, because of God's judgment from the 1940s. But I won't get into that now. The woke over here in the left wing, what they're doing to this country. The evil that's in Parliament. The evil. Where do I need to start? This country is going to be destroyed eventually, along with America and most of the West, because of their wickedness. It's going to happen, guys. Right? You just watch NATO kick off with Russia now. And watch what happens to NATO. They're panicking. They're pooing themselves because they're running out. There's countries that don't want to get involved. They don't want repeat of World War II. But they're too stupid to realise that. And like I said, the book of Proverbs tells us that people are stupid. Right? That's the end of it. So anyway, I thought I'd do this because it's interesting to know that what I see out there going on with people is complete wickedness. God is willing to forgive you for all your wickedness that you've done. But if you mean it, because if you don't mean it, he won't forgive you. All this crap that I hear preachers say, well, if you say this prayer, God will forgive you and you're saved. Well, where does it say that in scripture? Because as soon as you give your life to Jesus and you're born again of water and spirit, in John 3, 5, it says that, right? Jesus says you must do that. He led by example by getting baptized by John the Baptist, you know? So for those denominations out there that don't believe that, like the, um, the Salvation Army Church, then you're a bunch of hypocrites too. You know, it's very simple, serious, isn't it? And when you walk after the Lord, you start to change. But if you're not walking after him, you don't change, you can't get in. It's as simple as that. That's Matthew 24, 13. Read what it says. Those who endure to the end will be saved. Indicating if you don't endure and follow me, because Jesus says keep, all he says in the New Testament is follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me. Why is he saying follow me? Follow me because if you don't, you're going to get lost. You're not going to make it. You see, because why is he telling you to follow him? Because you have a free will. You don't have to. He's not saying follow me now, demanding you. No, because you have a free will. That's why he's telling you to follow him. Follow me. No thanks, I want to go this way. All right, no problem, see ya. That's what he'll do to you. You read the New Testament. Where does he give you an order to follow him? And if you don't, you're going to get spanked. He doesn't do that. He's encouraging you all the time because he loves you. 
but he's not forcing you and you will answer. Make this very clear to every one of you on your deathbed. You better repent before because if you don't repent, you will go to hell. Make no mistake of that. You will go to the rubbish tip. You will never see paradise and you'll never see happy happiness ever again. And if you're a finger pointer and it's everyone else's fault, that's called a coward, you're going there as well. Simple as that. Right, I'm going to pray. Father, I thank you, Lord, for giving me the courage, Lord, to speak about this, Father, because so many people are evil today, Lord. Not just on my street, but in the whole world, Lord, in the UK especially. It's so woke and left, Father. It's so disgusting. The standards and values and principles don't exist anymore. It's just so evil, Father. I pray that, Lord, you convict the hearts of people that listen to this to repent to you, Lord. That, you know, the freedom that I have in my life, I want them to have that in their life, Lord. And I pray in Jesus' name that they're convicted they repent of their sin because no evil person will ever enter the kingdom of God. And Lord, I pray for those brothers and sisters of mine out there that Lord, if they're making mistakes, convict them, Lord, but also to encourage them to challenge people about evilness and wickedness, not to stand there and just take it. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord. Amen. God bless you all.